0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. Today we have Sunday the 29th of May or the 28th of Er on the Hebrew calendar. It is Yom Yerushalayim, Jerusalem Day, and it is Day 43 of the Counting of the Omer. Today in history, it's the death of Samuel the prophet, according to tradition, 1 Samuel 25, 1. Then Samuel died, and all Israel gathered together and mourned for him, and buried him at his house in Ramah. Today, Jerusalem is reunited under Jewish sovereignty during the Six-Day War. Quote, This morning, the Israel Defense Forces liberated Jerusalem. We have united Jerusalem, the divided capital of Israel. We have returned to the holiest of our holy places, never to part from it again. To our Arab nations, Arab neighbors we extend also at this hour our hand in peace. This was a speech by Defense Minister Moshe Dayan on June 7, 1967. We have a new week, and the new week has a new parasha, or Torah portion. It's called Bamidbar, which means in the wilderness. And today we're also starting a new book. In the Torah, we're starting with a book of Numbers, or Bamidbar. It will be chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 19. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the tent of meeting on the first day of the second month in the second year after they had come out of the land of Mitzrayim, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the sons of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, every male, one by one, from twenty years old and upward, all who are able to go out to war in Israel. You and Aaron shall count them by their divisions, with you there shall be a man of every tribe, each one head of his fa- father's house. These are the names of the men who shall stand with you. Of Reuven, Elizur, the son of Shedeor. Of Shimeon, Shalumiel, the son of Sore Shaddai. Of Yehuda, Nachshon, the son of Aminadab. Of Issachar, Netanel, the son of Zoar. Of Tzvolun, Eliab, the son of Helon. Of the children of Yosef, of Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amihud. Of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Pedashur, Of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gedanoi. Of Dan, Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai. Of Asher, Pagiel, the son of Ochran. Of Gad, Eliasaf, the son of Deuel, of Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These are those who were called of the congregation, the princes of the tribes of their fathers. They were the heads of the thousands of Israel. Moshe and Aaron took these men who are mentioned by name. They assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month. And they declared their ancestry by their families, by their father's houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, one by one. As the Lord commanded Moshe, so he counted them in the wilderness of Sinai. That was Numbers 1, 1 through 19. The portion from the Prophets will today be the prophet Jeremiah or Yeremiahu, chapter 16. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, You shall not take a wife, neither shall you have sons or daughters in this place. For this is what the Lord says, Concerning the sons and concerning the daughters who are born in this place, and concerning their mothers who bore them, and their fathers who became their father in this land. They will die grievous deaths. They will not be lamented, neither will they be buried. They will be as dung on the surface of the ground. They will be consumed by the sword and by famine. Their dead bodies will be food for the birds of the sky and for the animals of the earth. For this is what the Lord says, Do not enter into the house of mourning. Do not go to lament. Do not bemoan them, for I have taken away my shalom from this people, says the Lord, even loving kindness and tender mercies. Both great and small will die in this land. They will not be buried. Men will not lament for them, cut themselves or make themselves bald for them. Men will not break bread for them in mourning, to comfort them for the dead. Men will not give them the cup of consolation to drink for their father or for their mother. You shall not go into the house of feasting to sit with them, to eat and to drink. For this is what the Lord's Svaot, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will cause to cease out of this place before your eyes, and in your days, the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. And it will happen when you tell these people all these words, and they ask you, Why has the Lord pronounced all this great evil against us? What is our iniquity? Or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? Then you shall tell them, Because your fathers have forsaken me, says the Lord, and have walked after other gods, have served them, have worshipped them, have forsaken me, and have not kept my Torah. You have done evil more than your fathers, for behold, you each walk after the stubbornness of his evil heart, so that you do not listen to me. Therefore I will cast you out of this land into the land that you have not known, neither you nor your fathers. There you will serve other gods day and night, for I will show you no favor. Therefore behold, the days come, says the Lord, that it will no more be said, as the Lord lives, who brought up the sons of Israel out of the land of Mitzrayim, but as the Lord lives, who brought up the sons of Israel from the land of the north and from all the countries where he had driven them. I will bring them again into their land and I gave that I gave to their fathers. Behold, I will send for many fishermen, says the Lord, and they will fish them up. Afterward I will send for many hunters, and they will hunt them from every mountain from every hill and out of the clefts of the rocks. For my eyes are on all their ways, they are not hidden from my face. Their iniquity is not concealed from my eyes. First I will recompense their iniquity and their sin double, because they have polluted my land with the carcasses of their detestable things and have filled my inheritance with their abominations. Lord, my strength and my stronghold, and my refuge in the day of affliction, the nations will come to you from the ends of the earth and will say, Our fathers have inherited nothing but lies, vanity and things in which there is no profit. Should a man make to himself gods, which yet are no gods? Therefore, behold, I will cause them to know This once I will cause them to know my hand and my might. Then they will know that my name is the Lord. That was Jeremiah chapter 16. Now our portion from the prophets is today Job or Yov chapter 27. And Yov continued his discourse and said, As God lives, who has taken away my right, and Shaddai, who has made my soul bitter. For as long as breath is in me, and the breath of God is in my nostrils, my lips will not speak wickedness, neither will my tongue utter deceit. Far be it from me that I should justify you. Until I die I will not put away my integrity from me. I hold fast to my righteousness and will not let it go. My heart will not reproach me as long as I live. Let my enemy be as the wicked, and let him who rises up against me as the unrighteous. For what is the hope of the godless when he is cut off, when God takes away his life? Will God hear his cry when trouble comes on him? Will he delight himself in Shaddai and call on God at all times? I will teach you about the hand of God. What is with Shaddai I will not conceal. Behold, all of you have seen it yourselves. Why then have you become altogether vain? This is the portion of a wicked man with God, the heritage of oppressors which they receive from Shaddai. If his children are multiplied, it is for the sword. His offspring will not be satisfied with bread. Those who remain of him will be buried in death, and his widow, his widows will make no lamentation. Though he heap up silver as the dust and prepare clothing as the clay, he may prepare it, but the just will put it on, and the innocent will divide the silver. He builds his house as the moth, as a booth which the watchman makes. He lies down rich, but he will not do so again. He opens his eyes, and he is not. Terrors overtake him like waters. A storm steals him away in the night. The east wind carries him away, and he departs. It sweeps him out of his place, for it hurls at him and does not spare as he flees away from his hand. Men will clap their hands at him and will hiss him out of his place." That was Job chapter 27 and our final portion from the Apostolic Writings is today 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 1 through 24. Now concerning the things about which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. But because of sexual immoralities, let each man have his own wife, and let each woman have her own husband. Let the husband give his wife the affection owed her, and likewise also the wife her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband. Likewise also the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife. Do not deprive one another, unless it is by consent for a season, that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and may be together again that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. But this I say by way of concession, not of commandment. Yet I wish that all men were like me. However, each man has his own gift from God, one of this kind and another of that kind. But I say to the unmarried and to widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. But if they do not have self-control, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. But to the married I command, not I, but the Lord, that the wife not leave her husband. But if she departs, let her remain unmarried, or else else be reconciled to her husband, and that the husband not leave his wife. But to the rest I, not the Lord, say, If any brother has an unbelieving wife, and she is content to live with him, let him not leave her. The woman who has an unbelieving husband, and he is content to live with her, let her not leave her husband. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified in the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified in the husband. Otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. Yet if the unbeliever departs, let him depart. The brother or the sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God has called us in shalom. For how do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? Only as the Lord has distributed to each man, as God has called each, so let him walk. So I command in all the assemblies, Was anyone called having been circumcised? Let him not become uncircumcised. Has anyone been called in uncircumcision? Let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but the keeping of the mitzvot of God. Let each man stay in that calling in which he was called. Were you called being a bondservant? Do not let that bother you, but if you get an opportunity to become free, use it. For he who was called in the Lord, being a bondservant, is the Lord's free man. Likewise, he who was called, being free, is Mashiach's bondservant. You were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. Brothers, let each man remain with God, in the condition in which he was called." That was 1 Corinthians 7, 1 through 24. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you will also read Mark chapter 5 verses 21 through 43 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. And before I sign off, I would like to really uh, extend a a great thank you to all of you that have been praying for me this last week. I know my daughter, Johanna, has been sharing that I have been very sick, and um, I actually had to go to the ER at the hospital and the intensive care unit. Um, Much of it is a blur to me, but obviously I had a stomach virus um, that made me just throw up everything. I had high fever, uh, was dehydrated, low oxygen, the whole spiel. But God pulled me through Um, excellent, excellent hospital care and doctors and, of course, all the prayers of uh, family and friends and um, the family of God. So I thank you so much for praying for me. I feel so much better. I am on doctor's orders to rest and eat. And um, that's nice. So I will take it easy for a little bit. But I will be recording the Word of God. And that's a joy and a blessing to me to be able to do. So bless you. Have a wonderful day. Be strengthened by the Word of the Lord. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.